On the Beat with Bambi, conversations with interesting people from all around the South Jersey Shore. Welcome to episode two of On the Beat with Bambi. I'm your host, Bambi DeCastro Short, and today we are talking about books. This podcast is sponsored by The Roasted Beat, a creative arts magazine that you can find online at theroastedbeat.com. And speaking of The Roasted Beat, my guest today happens to be the chief editor of the magazine. She is also contest coordinator for uh, the Book Report Network, as well as a moderator for two local book clubs. I can't wait to talk to her about all the reading that she does. Please welcome Lisa Hickman. Hi, Lisa. Hi. How's it going? It's going well. Look at your bookcase. I love to look at your bookcase. How many books do you have Thank in there, you. do you think? Um, probably 500, maybe. Wow. And I've probably given away that many in the last month, too. <laughs> if you go to Barrier Island Books, you'll find some of my books there. I keep them so in do stock. You, do you, um, do you, like when you collect a book, do you then give a book away or how do you do that? Do you, how do you make room in your bookcase? Well, if it's a book that I really, really enjoyed, I'll keep it. Um, if it's a book that I skimmed read and I don't think it means anything to me or I, I enjoyed it, but it didn't do any, it just didn't stick with me. I will put it in the pile to donate. And, and do you ever read um, books twice? I didn't used to, but since I helped moderate the two book clubs, now I'm starting to do that. Okay. So and most recently get... I read Remarkably Bright Creatures twice and it was better I'm... even the second time. I can't wait to read that one. That's on my table to read next. It's... Right now I'm reading The Friend. Did you read The Friend? By oh, I just Nunes? got it in the mail. I just got oh. it in the mail because you told me about it. Yeah, I like it. Um, so I have, re what is it? Remarkably Bright Creatures. Bright Creatures. It's yes. a debut author, um, Shelby Van Pelt. Okay. And it's just, I call it the Freshwater for Flowers 2022 book because it is so heartwarming and such a delight to read. And um, that Freshwater for Flowers is still my favorite book from last year. But there was a quote in Remarkably Bright Creatures where the octopus Marcellus says, Humans, for the most part, can be dull and blundering, but occasionally you can be remarkably bright creatures. Wow. I just love that. I love it's that. It's just a, it's a great book. So that's a quote that's going to stay with you for mm -hmm. a very long time. And when I look at the cover, or I look at the book on my shelf, it just gives me a warm feeling. Books are like well. diamonds to me. <laughs> <laughs> afraid that that book is going to be like that documentary about octopus um, no not at all it's not at all like that nope it's, it's gonna be super sad and i'm going to think why did i start reading this but you recommend it so that's why it's next on my my list 
And why um, fresh water for flowers that takes place in a graveyard? Everyone thinks, ooh, I, you know, that's too sad. That is just kind of like the back. It, it's just the background. It's right. You really develop a relationship with the octopus. It's incredible. It's just okay. so heartwarming. Okay. So next time we speak, I'll let you know how I, how I loved it. Cause I loved fresh water okay. for flowers. That was, I just read it, um, this month and it, I read it in two days. It was my favorite. Yep. Um, my husband's reading it now and he's enjoying it. it. Took him a little bit to get into it, but he is really enjoying it. I'm impressed. He likes to read stuff. My, my husband is a fantasy guy, like Harry oh. Potter and Lord of the Rings type of, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, um, okay. So you are in, so you're the chief editor of the Roasted Beat Creative Arts yes. Magazine. And then you moderate a couple of local um, book clubs. Correct. And you coordinate a contest for the Book Report Network. And that's all, those are like all my dream, dream, dream jobs. So. <laughs> like, well, I would say they're my dream jobs too. <laughs> So talk about how you got in, like, how did you get involved with that, with all of those things? So I started, I was down here for the summer and trying to figure out, you know, we were in the process of sort of moving back East from Ann Arbor and trying to figure things out, what I wanted to do with the, cause my kids were, one was in college, one was, a, you know, 11th grade in high school. And, um, I happen to live on 95th Street, and I walk down to Bonnie's Toppings, which unfortunately is no longer there, but Pure Juice and Pure Twist is a great replacement for Bonnie's Toppings. Anyways, I walked in, I got something to eat and a cup of coffee, and I saw this lady sitting there in this, there were two black leather chairs with this large ottoman. She had all these papers and bare feet on the ottoman, and I just said, do you mind if I share the ottoman because I sat in the leather chair next to her and we struck up a conversation. The next thing I know it was Bonnie off it. And I was walking back home with an article in mind to write for the roast to beat. And that's how, and then I think it was that same summer or maybe the fall I covered a yacht club, Stone Harbor book club event where they had an author in person, Beth Kephart who was promoting her recent novel and um i Do you remember was what that was the, oh what was the novel do you remember the title hold on I, yeah i can hold on um let me just look her up really quick i can't so believe i way, can't remember if you, yeah you'll come back so you'll come back to it, but so um, anyway i so anyways i kept or i covered that author event and wrote about it in the roasted beat and the my contact person was jennifer gensimer who is a realtor for long and foster in avalon mm. well um the following summer i covered another event there and i actually met jennifer in person and i didn't realize it was the same jennifer and we just got to talking and i was um helping Bonnie edit the roasted beat. And then I was working at the museum as an interim director because they had lost their director. And um, my husband was in the process of moving us to Maryland. And um, 
I just, Jen and her husband just took me under their wings and introduced me to people in Stone Harbor and had me come to the book club at the Yacht Club. And then the next year I joined the Yacht Club and then I was helping her with um, uh, the book club. And she was taking me to New York City to Random House events, HarperCollins events, and a book reporter event where I met Carol Fitzgerald. And so through that process, I got really involved with the Yacht Club book club and met Marilyn Timms, who became also the three of us are very close friends. And then um, after, so then we went into COVID and we had to figure out how to do keep book. We were determined to keep book club going. So uh, somehow, and I'm not really sure how, I figured out I could get in t- directly in touch with authors through Instagram. So I started just messaging, DM messaging. Oh, yeah, you started authors. just DMing people, right? Saying, yes. hi, can I have yep. a, a copy of your book? An arc. I'd ask them for an advanced copy. Um, I would ask them if they would be interested in doing a Zoom discussion because we're thinking of choosing their wow. novel for our next month's book club. And we had an amazing year that year. Um, and so then after that, after book club was over, I was like, what am I going to do with myself? Um, both of the boys were doing school online and moved back to in with us. Pete was working from home, my husband. And I'm like, I, I'm going to lose my mind if I don't do something. So I just reached out to Carol Fitzgerald of, that is the owner and, um, actually, uh, came up with bookreporter.com and asked her, you know, if there's anything I can do, <laughs> if you could think of a job for me, I would love to work for you. Sure enough, a couple months later, she emailed me back and said, we could actually use someone to manage our contests. And they have, um, so they, they have daily features um, that are seasonal. They have word of mouth that are every two weeks. Um, they have what's your book club reading, and then they have special contests. So like what word of mouth books, like, um, are just like, books like what that, you would see on Instagram or TikTok yes, books or that you're, Well, or, yes and no, but mainly authors or new books that are probably going to be very popular and a, okay. and a big hit. Like this month we have Bully Market by a debut author, um, Jamie Fjord Higgins, which I read in probably 36 hours. I could not mm-hmm. put it down. I can't I wait to, to read that one. I'm going yeah, to read that it just, one. It just dropped August 30th. It's fantastic. We actually have her coming in person to the Reads Reads Book Club August uh, or October 12th. And um, the other one is Fox Creek by William Kent Kruger, who's a very popular author. Yes, and that's I just finished it, actually. Court- okay. Oh, good, good. So we I liked it contests. a lot. I finished it in two days and I really like his um, writing style. I find it's easy to I follow and I love the core yep. character. Yep. Um, and learning a little bit about uh, Native American history. That's right? what's really great about his novels is you always learn something either about yeah. an area or about some pe- time in history. It's just that's one of the things I love reading because about reading is you always learn something that you didn't know. Agree. Agree. And you're not, you know what I love about reading is what's the saying? 
that I always tell people, you're never alone if you have a good book. <laughs> and it's so true because if you could yeah. be alone for like 24 hours, but you never feel alone because you feel so no. connected with the characters you're reading about, right? Exactly. And I actually listen to the audible version while I'm reading and I have to have the physical book in my hand. And it's like I'm in my own little world. Like I've actually entered into the world of the book. It's, so you read it's a whole experience. Physical books, not Kindle. You have the physical, physical book while you have the audio going and you're just sort of like reading along with what you're listening exactly. to. Yep. I like that. Well, I, 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 I try do that. it for two purposes. Number one, I think I get more out of the book and I don't hear the dog barking. I don't hear anybody doing whatever else they're doing in this frat house that I live in. And mm. um, it just like really takes me away from everything. If I'm worried about something, if I'm, you know, didn't sleep well, whatever, it just makes me happy. Yeah. Reading it's like watching a movie. A yeah. It is. It is. Um, how many books do you read? Do you listen and read to read at the same time? Well, this is the crazy part of me. I probably read three to five books I have going at the same time. And how which do is you? Good in, <laughs> yeah. How do you decide when you're going to listen to what? <laughs> well, it's whatever mood I am in. Like, okay, I feel like I can really focus. I choose a heavier literary book. If I want something that I just need to quickly read and finish, um, I'll pick up something a little bit lighter that's super entertaining. Um, and sometimes I just need to sit with the characters for a while and what's happening in the book and process it. Like when I read Her Hernan Diaz's Truck, Trust, yeah. it's told in four narratives and every time I finished a narrative I had to just sit with it and think about um, it and think about it um and like when I I read another one I read recently was Take My Hand by Dolan Perkins Valdez and that I couldn't put down I kept mm. going back to that because just the history that wasn't that long ago, 1970s, that this was happening to women all across our country. I don't know anything country. about that book, but oh, now I'm adding it to, to my it's list. It's called Take My Hand by Dolan Perkins Valdez. Um, and it just, that one, I was going between Trust and Honor by Thridi Amrigar and Take My Hand. And then at the same time... <laughs> picked up remarkably bright creatures so I was oh, like so they're all pretty heavy yes except remarkably bright creatures is so heartwarming that like I'd get done with a chapter of honor and I'd be like oh this is this this hurts so I would go I would read a couple chapters of remarkably bright creatures and Marcellus the octopus he was like my best friend he was just <laughs> It's great. I love that. So you still feel like you're thinking about the octopus even yes. now. Yes. And that to me is a, when I know a book is good is I still I, think about it. I agree. And that's how I am with, um, I, I know that Lessons in Chemistry was a book that came out, what, last year or last summer maybe? or Yes. Maybe sometime yes. We did that yeah. for the Reads Book Club. That was a great that, book. Um, 
I read that uh, also this month, or maybe, yeah, this month. And I've read six books so far this month, which is kind of crazy for me. But um, that was a really good one for me. It might have been my favorite. Um, and I still think about those characters a lot. Can you picture her walking into the <laughs> producer's office yeah. and yelling at him about his daughter eating her daughter's lunch and yes. all the... the <laughs> the research that went into making her lunch. And I remember thinking it was like survival of the fittest in my house when I was making lunches for the boys. <laughs> it was like, you're going to get some bread with a little peanut butter and jelly on it. Exactly. Yeah. I and thought hopefully that the banana is not too ripe. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. Or mushy. Right. Um, I just thought that those characters, all of them were so colorful, the, the neighbor and everybody. Um, yes. And I think that's another piece that makes a book really good is the characters. And, and I like to use the word quirky and not in a bad way, but it, they're just different, but you can relate to them. Uh, totally. I think the more odd they are, the more relatable. I agree. Because everybody has agree. little idiosyncrasies and, yes. you know, they don't like to show them a lot of the time, but in books, you're like, oh, I can relate. Exactly. So yep. do you have, you think you have a favorite? I know you've loved them all. You've loved so many, but do you have a favorite of the summer that you've read? Well, probably the favorite of the summer, I would have to say is Remarkably Bright Creatures. Mm -hmm. Although I just finished Bully Market, which... I absolutely loved, and that'll be a book I'll hang on to. And you loved but Horse. I loved Horse by Geraldine Brooks. Yes. It has art. It has history. Um, there's just so much in it. Um, I actually read that book going to New York City on a bus with the Yacht Club group that went to Broadway that day. Mm. And that's why I could read, because I had the Audible version. Right. So it was... So you weren't distracted. Um, past that yes because I don't really enjoy riding a bus <laughs> but I love going to see Broadway but yeah I think Remarkably Bright Creatures would be the book for the summer that I've loved because it's just so heartwarming and what um what are you you're reading what are you reading right now uh, so right now I'm reading Jamie Ford's The Many Daughters of a Fong Moy how is it and so far um, fantastic. It has, and now this is a book why, and this is exactly why I love the audible because he, he talks about epigenetics and he talks about the many daughters of Fong Moi, who was the first Chinese woman to be, um, seen in America and she had bound feet and they treated her like a circus, um, oh. uh, event where people would pay. And it's true. Yeah. And people would pay to go see her and how the, how trauma like can pass down through generations yeah. and how it doesn't change your DNA, but it can alter how your DNA behaves mm. and your behaviors and your environment can affect that. And it, so it has daughters um, that, you know, so it has a Fong Moy in the 1800s and it has daughters in the 1900s. 
and then it has um, future 2045 and then it has 2004. It just is great. Wow. And I am taking notes because this is for um, the Yacht Club book club and Jamie is going to zoom in with us oh, um, so neat. and discuss. Yes. So um, yeah, so it's, it's really well written and you'll, you should, his, he wrote um, the hotel of, or the hotel on the corner of bitter and sweet. Yes. And that's read a long, long time ago. And I love a that precious one. read. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's like, a, so that's really, a must read, I think for, for anybody. Don't you think yep. like, what do you think? Oh, wait, first I'm getting off track. What? So you're reading that, but you're reading probably four other books along with it. <laughs> so <laughs> one of our writers um, for the roasted beef, who is, um, 14 years old, and he actually delivered for us, Peter McConnell. He wrote this precious little story for our uh, fall virtual issue. And he quotes the old man in the sea because of the rela- relationship he dealt developed with this man at the ocean um, during COVID. And so I'm kind of perusing Ernest Hemingway's book, The Old oh. Man in the Sea. Um, I also have uh, Rainwater, but I just went to see Sandra Brown in Mm -hmm. person and I had never read, and and that's another thing I love is discovering an author that I just never got involved with their books for who knows why. Whatever reason, right. Um, Right. Rainwater is her book that I'm reading and it's about how the government, um, their good intentions of helping farmers during the dust bowl, uh, the dust bowl states and um, how it went awry and just the, the history there. Cause I didn't know anything about that. And I, she I was a, up, um, so she's not like a crime story writer. She's so more of a she's historian. Kind of, she's kind of interesting. Cause she started as a romance novelist wow. under a different, different pen names. Then she switched to mystery and she just recently dropped. Well, the reason I was at the event is a good friend of mine. That's also a reader um, loves her books and overkill just dropped last week. And so that's why we went to the event. I thought, well, if I'm going to the event, I should start reading fine, you know, and I really like rainwater. I haven't started overkill yet, but I've also been, um, so a new thing that's happening in the publishing industry is book talk, and that's being driven by young people. And, and I think part of the reason, at least the article in NPR, and I can totally relate to this having kids, or I shouldn't say kids, young adults this age, they're looking for stress relief because they've been through so much in the last couple of three years. years. And mm-hmm. um, so they're reading books and putting them on TikTok. And now like Barnes and Noble has a book talk table and a lot of uh, you'll see in a lot of bookstores that they have popular on TikTok and Colleen Hoover, um, Verity, mm-hmm. it's a, mm-hmm. a crime mystery. Um, so I've been perusing that a little bit. And um, what else? I probably have something else on. Oh, tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow by Gabrielle Zebin, Z-E-V-I-N. I have um, not heard of that not, one. So 
it's about the gaming industry and my son is a big gamer my younger one and so I thought I should probably start reading this to try to understand his world is it young (laughs) a little better a little a little YA Yes. 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 Okay. So, um, well, no, it's not a young adult novel, but it is, it's about about that age group. Yes. So, and I'm not very far into it. And then what do you have on, like, what are you looking forward to reading? Like what's on your list? Last night I listened to an interview with Danny Shapiro. She wrote Inheritance a few years back and, um, and I loved it. And she is coming out with a new fiction novel called Signal Fires. And that comes out in October. And I'm very much looking forward to reading that. Oh, um, yes. I have that on hold yeah. on, and in my Amazon cart, as a matter of fact. Yep. I saw that um, in a blog somewhere. Yep. And I have it pre-ordered too. And um, I'm... It just through the interview, I think it's going to be really good. good I just, know. I loved her book, Inheritance. I, I mean, it's a memoir of her, what she discovered after her parents passed, but um, it's, I love her writing. So I hope you can't hear the lawnmowers next door. No, I can't. Um, okay, good. I'm looking forward to reading. Did you read Hamnet by Maggie O'Farrell? I have it. I'm looking at it right now. Oh, I love that I started that one. It, it. And see, that's part of the problem with reading several books at a time. I get sidetracked and then I yeah, forget to finish a book. Right, so right. that's when I have to finish. Well, she's coming out with a new one. And, um, I think it's dropping September 6th. It's called The Marriage Portrait. And I really like this. Oh, style yeah, I read about that. Yeah, so I'm going to uh, check that one out after Remarkably Bright Creatures. And uh, Shogi Bane is also on my list because- Oh, gosh, I forgot about that book. That was, (laughs) oh. There's so many, right? I mean, couldn't you just like, I just love talking about books. I love looking at book covers. I love reading about- It's my favorite thing to do. It's just, it takes up so much of my day- and yes. I could do it all day long, honestly. I love it. I love even, how about going into a bookstore and, or oh, even fiber into the smell I mean, of it. we travel, just, my yes. husband knows, okay, we have to make a trip to a bookstore. So I, I just look, love, go ahead. Sorry. I love when you travel and you, and, and I love to look at books, bookstores, and especially like if they have a book about the area. Yeah. Like I grew up in Michigan and we went back to um, Mackinac Island with the boys one year and the heart of the sea about the Edmund Fitzgerald sinking. I had never read a book about or anything about the Edmund Fitzgerald. There was the song. Everybody that grows up in Michigan knows that it happened in Lake Superior, but I hadn't, I really didn't know the history of it. And I still have that book because it just reminds me of, first of all, it's a great, it was written, the writing is incredible and it's unfortunately a true story, Um, but it just reminds me of just a wonderful time that we had on that vacation and that I finally have the history of where I 
grew up. Right. <laughs> Some of it, a piece of it, a large piece of it, actually. That's, yeah, that's really nice. I, um, I'm going to Portugal in September, and so I happened to see that there is a well-known bookstore in Porto called, I'll probably not um, pronounce it right, Livraria Lalo Bookstore. And I found out that it was, um, it's, it opened in 1894. Oh, wow. And you have to acquire a ticket to get in because there were times that it was like, a, there was a free entry. Now, I don't even know. I'm sure the ticket is minimal, but there were 4,000 people visiting this bookstore. Oh. But the picture wow. is just like from floor to like ceiling and the ceilings are yes. like, you know, so, so, so high. It's just all books. Oh my gosh. And so I can't that wait. Sounds... I can't wait to go there. That's going to be like, I feel a like an ever. author just visited there on Instagram. Oh, really? I feel like, yes, because it sounds really familiar. If you think of it, let me know what that is. Yeah. Because... I'll, I'll peruse the IG. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> um, I, I, yeah. So anyway, I could talk about books all day, but um, I'm sure that you want to get back to some of your day, but I thought there would be, it would be fun to ask you a couple of questions because I saw this online, a would you rather game? And okay. a couple of the questions were kind of neat. Would you rather read the first page of a book or the last one? If you could only read one page, one part of the book. Mm. I know. Ooh, that would depend on the cover, but... <laughs> I know. I would. That's what I thought. I would probably. The first page usually determines to me whether I'm going to like it or not, or whether I'm interested or not. I would. Okay. I'll say the first page. Okay. I think that I would go with the first page, but then if we weren't able to read the rest of the book, that would be a huge tease. Oh, yes. Um, I, I have been known to jump forward and read the last chapter because I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, I know. I have too. And then I thought, why did I just do that? <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> and um, this other question I thought was neat. Uh, would you rather hear a spoiler of a book's ending or never find out how it ends? Oh, I know. Oh, oh, oh well, I I can't not find out how it ends. So I guess I would, I would choose a spoiler. spoiler. Mm -hmm. Or sometimes it is fun. Sometimes books have ended where I wish I could think of where the author kind of leaves it up to you to decide. Well, kind of trust is kind of like that. It kind of leaves it up to you to decide what was really the truth. No. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. I, it's, yeah. I, I, I have to know the ending. I, I like that better. Okay. And the last question, read one book per year and remember everything or read a hundred books and remember nothing. Remember or read one book. You'd want to read say... one book and a year, just a year and remember everything rather than 100 and re and remember nothing. I think I'd go with the hundred that you were, uh, but I, Oh, what if the book's not good and we're remembering. Oh, okay. Okay. You got, you got me there. You're right. Cause what would I do with my time if I didn't exactly. have a book to read? 
Right. You'd have to turn to something else, like, I don't know, gardening. Which probably wouldn't be good. (laughs) (laughs) I'd, like, watch all all the rerun episodes of Seinfeld and Curb Your Enthusiasm. Right, (laughs) right. Or, like, I'd start going to Cheers then. And uh, Yes, yes. I wish (laughs) they'd take the laugh tracks out of. I know, um, I agree. I can't watch um, Seinfeld anymore because of the laugh track. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. So corny. Same with but me. anyway, yeah. thank you for your time. Thank you for talking to me. Thank you. This has been so much fun. I could probably talk to you for another hour and a half. <laughs> I um, could talk about books at any <laughs> time or day, all the but time. But um, I'll include all of the links like to the Reads Reads and some of the books that we talked about. I'll include them in the sh- in the uh, show notes. But um, That would be great. Yeah, the Reads Reads is the winter um book club that goes from october to may and the beth kephart title was this is the story of you oh okay that was the book i'll write that down this is the story of you i didn't i didn't see that one on the page i know i didn't either and then i i was like yep that cover i thought maybe i I had the wrong spelling or something so did i yeah yeah but thanks lisa i'll see you soon have a great weekend Yes, you too. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Until next time, thank you so much for listening to On the Beat with Bambi. And please follow us on theroastedbeat.com and email us at info at theroastedbeat.com. See you next time.